0: Just Add, Sad Little Christmas Trees. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Add Music. (laughs) My name is Mina, I am the host of Just Add Music. And welcome to the final episode of the VHS tape series that I've been doing of all the tapes that I watched as a kid that I feel like were my first music teachers growing up. This one that you're hearing, which I'm pretty sure you know what it is, I hesitated doing this one because it's the one that I feel like the most imposter syndrome about, so why do I feel like I'm not worthy to do an episode about the Charlie Brown Christmas special, even though I'd watched it a lot as a kid? Um, me and jazz, we do not mix. Like, not that I don't... Uh, first of all, I love watching jazz. I love listening to my friends play, um, but... I can I couldn't play like a jazz piano solo of my life dependent on it if someone if I was ever on a gig first of all I would it wouldn't be a jazz gig because I would have said no but if I was ever on some gig that was like a pop gig but like maybe someone asked for like a special cover and then they're like looking at me to like take a solo like I would I would rather just like step in front of a moving bus It's so beyond my skill set it is so it's it's like asking, it's like asking someone just like off the street if if, would they mind playing this bassoon for a while like I am a musician I am a composer I've I love music I've devoted my life to it but jazz is such a different beast is such a different animal that even talking about it I feel like a bit of a poser like I feel like Oh my gosh! Like, why am I even doing this episode? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, I I remember I was talking to um, a friend of mine who's like an amazing jazz organist, and I didn't know like what the symbol, like the chord symbol of like minor was. It's like a little minus sign, and I had to like. I had to like verify. I was like, hey, Will, is, is C minor like C and then like a little like minus sign? He was like, are you fucking kidding me? How do you not know that? I was like, I just don't know that. Like, it's so not ever a part of my world. And so with Charlie Brown Christmas Special, I kept putting it off and off and off because I was so nervous. I was like, I, I, maybe I just shouldn't do it. I, I don't know like the lingo. I, I can't I mean I I don't even know the second chord of this song. Like I feel like such a fraud. So like I was like, don't do it, Mina. like but then I don't know. I think it is valuable sometimes to like show like the parts of yourself that are weak. And this is a huge Achilles heel for me. I do not play jazz piano. I like don't even know like jazz chords. I don't even know the second chord of this song. Dun, dun. Is that it? That's not it. See, Ugh, I'm like butchering it. This like gorgeous, innocent, melancholy children's tune. So. All that to say, this is where, this is like the level that we're starting out at. We are starting at a very, very low, low beginner bunny slope level of competency. So I feel like the majority of this episode is not gonna be so much musical as it is just like the associations I have with this tape. First thing that I'll mention is I remember holding this cassette tape. It was in just like a paper sleeve. We got it for free at some gas station. It was like some promo in the 80s where they were giving away video cassettes for free. And I, I always remember taking like the Charlie Brown Christmas videotape like out of the pile of tapes and it was the lightest one. Because with VHS tapes, like the longer... The movie is the heavier physically it it is to to carry to to hold in your hand because there's just more feet of tape in the box in the plastic box, so I remember like charlie brown i would I would take it and it would just feel so light compared to all the other tapes that we had, and also I remember like being like, "Oh, you know of course i was I was never a rewinder. I finished the video and then I just like. Close, like, shut off the TV and go to sleep. I was never, I'm not type A enough to be like, now I rewind so that the Mina of tomorrow can just watch from the beginning without having to waste time rewarding. Like, somehow that just never crossed my mind. Like, I was like, well, but the Mina of tomorrow might not even want to watch a video. So, why would I bother rewinding it now? I'll just go to sleep. So, you know, inevitably I'd like pick it. Any videotape I pulled out of the pile was never rewound. It was always at the end. And you're just like, ugh. Okay, got to rewind. Now I have to wait. I remember with Charlie Brown, it was so short. Like rewinding was so fast because there's so little tape. Like you look in the little window, you can you can look, you can peer inside a video cassette. It's like clear, and you see like is it like 2 millimeters of tape or 3 millimeters or sometimes it's like 2 inches of tape for a really long uh, videotape. I remember with the Charlie Brown, it was like so tiny. It was maybe like 2 millimeters of video cassette tape. And I was like, "Oh, this is going to rewind in like less than thirty seconds, and then I'm going to be on my way, ready to watch Charlie Brown." So I'd say that was one of like the big appeals of this of this movie. But I'm, um, you know, <laughs> watching it now. It's just so adorable. I mean, right I now think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Among the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the, the Charlie, Charlie Brown. Browniest. I remember that line. The pianist at my church... Um, is this incredible local pianist from Berkeley named Adam Schulman? And every year for the past more than five years, I want to say maybe seven years as my guess, he's done a Charlie Brown Christmas special, like string of shows at SF Jazz every Christmas. So he plays this song like at our services around Christmas time, and it's like when you see people who are good at jazz, and it's so effortless. It's like when I watch Adam play, not only are like the notes that he is choosing to play so beyond my scope of skill, but when he plays piano, the way he touches the keys and and draws out the sound of the piano, even that sounds different. Like I'm like not a good pianist. Like I kind of bang, like when I play piano, I'm just kind of like banging out notes. Like I play piano, like I type an email, like it's not like with sound and like a beautiful tone in mind. It's just to get like the information out. But like when you see real, like what I would call like a real pianist, they play piano like they're singing, like or they're like, like they're playing violin, like they're producing. They have to they take on the responsibility of producing a beautiful piano tone. And that's something that's like I never really learned how to do that. And I think with my job, because I'm a composer, not a pianist, like that became like less important on like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs of like things I need to master to be able to pay my rent being a composer. But like when I hear Adam play piano, you like you're just like, How is that the same instrument? Like, how how come when you sit at the piano and you play, the s- the notes sound like creamier? They sound like like roasted chestnuts. It sounds like nutty. Like the sound sounds like has like a nuttier umami flavor. Whereas like when I play, the piano notes just sound like plastic. It's, it sounds like a plastic fork to my ears. Like I just kind of like bang out the notes. But like when Adam plays, it's like it's so much more like three dimensional. And like there's like a roasted flavor to the piano tone that he produces and there, uh, and when I see other pianists too like real classical pianists jazz pianists and I see that it's like I'm half like jealous like half like in awe of that that ability because to me it's like it's just a it's just a hammer hitting a string how is how can how can it just have so much like color variety I mean I get volume variety yeah I can play quiet too and then I can play loud But how do you produce a sound that's like beautiful with with just a hammer striking a string? I don't know. It's beyond me. It's one of those just like magical things that happen when an instrument is in the right person's hands. It's like, I mean, I'm watching the video now, and it's it's such a perfect little movie. Their expressions, the animation is so lo-fi and, like, jerky and old, old-fashioned, and it's so perfect. Like, it's just pure nostalgia. Okay, first of all, I have to figure out what that second chord is. Here we go. I feel like such a failure. I don't know the second chord. That feels right ish, but that's not right. It feels right ish, but it's too. It's too severe sounding. (sighs) I'm never going to be a jazz pianist, ever. Like, I think maybe it's just like one of those things, like, as a worker in the workforce, which I am, I'm a music worker out there in the economy, working and writing and playing. It's like, when do you like when do you know when you're supposed to work on something to get better at it and when are you just like that's just not my lane like I'm going to completely steer clear of that other people will just be good at that I to me jazz is that lane like I I'm never going to ever be able to play that music and so it's just something completely over there like I'm not going to touch it and I would say that like 95% of the time, that's fine. It, like, I can, I've been able to build a career that like does not border jazz, like the country of jazz. Like, my country is very much its own little country. But every now and again, like, it comes back to like bite you in the ass. And this is one of those times, like, it's the final episode of like this whole series. And I can't even play the second chord of like the most famous song of the movie. <sighs> but I guess such is life sometimes. Um, This movie is, how long is this? It's 20, it's about 30 minutes. And I I haven't seen this in so long, holy cow. I forgot about like all these iconic moments like the doctor is in psychiatric help for five cents. (laughs) It's so funny. I think you have a customer. sad shape. Wait a minute. Before you begin, I must ask that you pay in advance. Five cents, please. (laughs) Look at her expression. Boy, what a sound. How I love to hear that old money clink. That beautiful sound of cold, hard cash. Oh my gosh. Okay. So (laughs) watching, watching Lucy get delighted over cold, hard cash. So something happened in the Choi family recently, which completely caught me off guard. My mom, who is in town, so my parents are both in town right now, staying with me in California. And the other day she calls like a family meeting, which we don't do stuff like that. We're a very small family. It's only three people. It's like my parents and me. So we don't have family meetings. We just like they just tell me what they want, and that that's the meeting. And so she calls like a family meeting, and she's like, I have an announcement to make. And me and my dad are like, uh, okay. She's like, I've changed my name. And we're like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? She's like, I no longer want to be called Son, which is her Americanized version of her Korean name. Her Korean name is Lee Heng." And in English, when you just kind of phonetically translate it, it's Sun Hang Ri. My, my mom lived in the States for 30 years before she moved back to Korea like 15 years ago. So whenever she comes to America, like if someone asks her what her name is, she always has my name Sun. And I didn't realize, but apparently she always hated that name. She's like, I really don't like the name Sun. Like it's so ugly. And we're just like, we never really thought about it. Like it's a name as a name. You kind of just get used to it. She's like, I've decided my new American name and the name that I wish to be referred to when I'm in the States is Lucy, like Charlie Brown Lucy. She's obsessed with Charlie Brown Lucy, like her cow talk icon, which is a Korean instant messenger is Charlie, it's Lucy from Charlie Brown. And I think my mom just sees such a kindred spirit in Lucy, like Lucy's tell it tell it like it isness, her her like bluntness, her confidence, her kind of a little bit bullyishness. My mom is a lot of those things, and I think my mom just like is very feels very happy when she sees Lucy out there, like the Lucys of the world out there. My mom and I are very different personalities and we clashed a lot growing up because of that. Because my mom is very much like a Lucy and I'm much more like a Charlie Brown. And so like it was a lot of her bossing me around, of course, because she's my mom. But like a little bit always doing, trying her best to like toughen me up. That was a lot of our relationship. And she also loves money. Like there's like no denying it. My mom like loves the security of money and like what money provides like for her mental health like so she doesn't have to worry and so watching this like where lucy's just like clanking around that that five that nickel inside her little can and espousing how great money is like, okay yeah that's my mom There's something about that vowel, the loo, that just feels so children's choiry, So, like, public school choir vowel. What's going on here? Aw, oh, he's looking at the tree. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! Aw. Oh, maybe on that note, we'll end this episode, um... It's. it feels a little funny to end on an episode where I just feel like such an imposter and so out of my element but I guess that's how life goes sometimes it serves me right for putting this off as the last one because I was dreading doing it and now I'm like you know I gotta do it and now I did it and it was like okay uh, I still don't know the second chord of this Something like that. I so apologize for my terrible, terrible attempt at playing that song. Um, this is what happens when you decide to just stay in your own lane and like never venture to the other side. Um, not sure what I'm going to do with that, but I do know that I'm going to end this episode now. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you also so much for listening to just the VHS tape series as a whole. Um, I really enjoyed making them and I will catch you on the next episode of Just Add Music. Ta-ta!